You're listening to the Art Town Reno podcast with KWNK LP 97.7 FM in Reno, Nevada. Our guest this week is Jocelyn Lantrip, the Director of Marketing with the Food Bank of Northern Nevada, which has as its current tagline, Imagine Ending Hunger. Too many in our community face food insecurity. With food stamp benefits being reduced and inflation still high, so is demand for what our local food bank offers in this its 40th year of existence. I'm your host, Nico Columbant, the coordinator of the street reporting collective Our Town Reno, which includes this podcast. First a word from our sponsor, and then back to this week's episode with Jocelyn Lantrip from the Food Bank of Northern Nevada. Welcome. Hello. We are the Reynolds Media Lab. Media Lab. Podcast. Client services. Special projects. Documentaries. We are a production center at, at the, the Reynolds, Reynolds School, School of, of Journalism. Journalism. The Reynolds Media Lab. Media Lab. Media Lab. This is the Art Town Reno podcast, and I'm your host this week, Nico Columbant, and this week we are with Jocelyn Lantrip. Jocelyn, how are you doing today? Great. How are you? Good. So Jocelyn is the Director of Marketing and Communications for the Food Bank of Northern Nevada, a great organization in our community celebrating 40 years. So tell us about all these anniversary events. Well, we're we're very excited that is our 40th anniversary, and we really are trying to look back and think about all the impact we've had in the community over those 40 years. And we grew from a tiny pantry into really a food distribution center that serves 90,000 square miles and 130,000 people a month. So we're a very different organization than when we started. And we're excited to have a party. Um, Stay tuned for details. It'll be in October, which is our real anniversary. And we've been planning it. We're going to plan it all year. And sadly, even though organizations uh, like the Food Bank do amazing work, hunger still exists in our community. So can you give us current trends, current challenges that our community is facing in, in terms of healthy food? I'm sorry to say that I'm shocked every day at what the numbers are doing. They are rising significantly and have been over the last couple of years specifically, but I've been with the organization for 14 years now, and I started during the Great Recession, and we expected those numbers to be the highest we've ever seen, and, uh, you know, that was about 103,000. A month, and now we're 130,000. Really, starting to inch up a little bit closer to 135,000. During the the height of the shutdown and the pandemic, there was one month where we saw 128,000. It was the record for the organization. We'd never seen a month that high, and now we're much higher than that on a sustained basis. So food insecurity is very real in our community. So that figure you're giving us is the number of food insecure people in our community? It's the number of people we're serving every single month. So there is 
a lot that goes into that number. It's who we're serving through our partner agencies, uh, children who access a meal through Kids Cafe, our direct service programs like our Mobile Harvest, or we have a few programs for seniors. All of those go into that number. So there's a, there is some duplication in the number, but for our programs, it's individuals, and it, that's a big number. It's really scary. And over the 40 years and also since the Great Recession, since you've been on board, uh, how has the Food Bank of Northern Nevada adapted, you know, how it helps our community? What are some of the new ways of doing this? Obviously, during COVID, a lot of things changed. So coming out of COVID, how are you operating and how is it different maybe than when you first started out? I I'm seeing a lot more emphasis on nutrition, which is exciting. We have, since being in this, we call it the new building. (laughs) We've been in there 15 years, um, but it's a new building to us because it has such great refrigeration capacity. This is your building in Sparks, correct? Yeah, this is actually, it's out on USA Parkway, Um, close to Tesla and everything else that's out there. But we have a lot of refrigeration at that facility. And so we've been able to distribute about 30 or so percent of our food is fresh produce. But we also look at innovative programs like uh, we have a program called Prescription Pantry. And it's actually teaming up with the medical community and certain clinics that we work with around town who screen for food insecurity when they're seeing somebody, especially if they have a diagnosis like hypertension or diabetes. And they, if this is the case, they write a prescription for them to visit one of these healthy pantries. And then we'll have more of that food that's going to help that diagnosis. And we're actually gathering some data to see, does healthy food really make a difference? And it's it's almost like we're just trying to prove something we all know. Uh, but it's exciting to see people having lower A1C levels and really making a difference with just having access to nutritious food. So I think that's one of the most exciting things that I've seen over the years. And you need that data as well, even though, as you say, it can be obvious to some, but you need to prove the policymakers, the decision makers, that this is really making a difference when the quality of your food is also much better. Exactly. Because if you're Proving that nutritious food is important, uh, eventually what you're doing is saving money. And that is what um, really gets people's attention in policy world is how can you save money and how can you be more efficient and hopefully avoid some of those uh, health outcomes in the first place. And what does the sourcing for your food that you redistribute looks like? Where does this food come from? Right. We distribute food that we procure from a lot of different places. Uh, One uh, place that we get millions of pounds of food from every year is Walmart Distribution Center, which is right next door to us. Uh, We recommend it to all the food banks. And we also receive food from grocery stores, from 
food manufacturers. We don't have a ton of that in the area, but we have some. We receive a lot of fresh produce from California that we work with farmers or produce distributors, and they may offer food for us like a truckload of produce that is pennies on the dollar if we can get it here. And so that's what you're doing when you're supporting the food bank is often helping us get that food that hasn't been donated that we need to distribute. We have seen some declines in food donations. Uh, The supply chain, the increase in price, a lot of those things are affecting the food bank as well as the people who need the food bank. And could you also, before we get into inflation and some of these downside uh, topics we're we're facing, very difficult challenges for all of us, uh, can you talk us through the current uh, distribution system you have? Where, when, how, to whom? Sure. So we distribute food through a network of 150 different partner agencies, and those are other nonprofits who need food for who they're serving. So they can be small faith-based pantries or larger agencies such as Catholic Charities, Reno Sparks Gospel Mission, shelters, low-income daycare, senior center, all of those places that need food for the people they're serving, many of them get it from us. And then we also do a quite a few direct service programs like mobile harvest is a program where we distribute fresh fruits and vegetables into the community in different neighborhoods we take that truck around and people will just get that food right off the truck hopefully closer to where they live and we have a similar program for seniors called produce on wheels that's smaller quantities a really cool farmers market looking truck and It's more small distributions and a little bit more social. Seniors often are a little bit more isolated, and so we're trying to address some of those issues as well. And we feed kids after school and in the summer through Kids Cafe. And one of the differences in child nutrition has been the school pantry program. And that's something that we've added quite a few school pantries over the last few years. And we're the sponsor of those since schools aren't nonprofits. But um, we find that having access to school pantries is great for families. It's convenient. It's a place they know and trust. And you're getting food to that child, but also their siblings and their parents. And so it makes sense. This is the Art Town Reno podcast, and I'm your host this week, Nico Columbant, and we're here with Jocelyn Lantrip, the Director of Marketing and Communications for the Food Bank of Northern Nevada. And we've been talking about some of the new initiatives, and we need all these initiatives with inflation, uh, SNAP benefits being cut, being lowered, some people not understanding why they're seeing those cuts. So is the community uh, worried, uh, impacted by these uh, these big economic factors that we're seeing across the U.S.? We saw this coming uh, with the reduction in the pandemic SNAP benefits. And we've been really trying to get the word out and let families 
know that this is coming, this decrease in benefits. But it is really tough to plan for something like that when you're, you are already seeing high numbers of people needing help, high prices. In uh, the grocery store, food is expensive. People, everyone has seen that. And so you just kind of add all of these things together and it really creates a ton of need. In the last, the people received their last pandemic benefit in the middle of March. So we expected to really see things starting to change in April. And we have. We've seen steady increases. And now we're reaching out to our partner agencies and asking, what are you seeing in your communities? Because we serve all of rural Nevada, some rural areas of California as well. So it's a it's a very diverse region that we're serving. And people are saying there we're hearing quite a bit about the SNAP benefits. We're hearing a lot about cost of living and cost of food really making it difficult for people to make ends meet and get food on the table. And we've talked about a lot of people are aware of uh, you know children having a hard time performing well in school when they're not well nourished. Uh, can you speak to this about other older uh, members of the community, how important it is to, to have access to healthy food? Access to healthy food is so important for, for everyone. Uh, you really see the need with children, as you mentioned. Children who are hungry or missing meals, they, they struggle in school. They are sick more often, and that is true of our older community members as well. It's really tough to fight an illness or be healthy and maintain a healthy lifestyle if you aren't able to have access to fresh, nutritious food. This is the Our Town Reno podcast. I'm your host this week, Nico Columbant. We're here with Jocelyn Lantrip, the Director of Marketing and Communications for the Food Bank of Northern Nevada. And we'll take a short break with ads from two other podcasts in Reno you should be listening to. Do you want to keep up on what's happening in the local art community? Double Scoop always has the scoop on that. Want to know which exhibitions, parties, and other art events are happening this weekend? Follow us on Instagram at DoubleScoopNevada and listen to KWNK 97.7 FM for our Short Scoop Art Events Roundup. If you're an artist and you're looking for places to show your work, we have lots of opportunities listed right now. To find them, visit DoubleScoop.art events and filter for Call for Artists. If you'd like to follow all of our art news and meet local artists, you can sign up for our email lists at DoubleScoop.art. Do you like podcasts? Well, we have a podcast from you. This is Sean from Up in the Mix. This is Della Foto. Do you like to get into uh, random wormholes of conversation? Do you like to learn about the culture from sneakers to hip-hop music to basketball? Then we have a podcast just for you. We have one called Up in the Mix. It is available on all streaming platforms from Spotify to Apple. Check us out, upinthemix.live on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Salud! And we're back on the Art Town Reno podcast this week with Jocelyn Lantrip, the Director of Marketing and Communications for the Food Bank of Northern Nevada. 
So a lot of politicians are aware of these uh, pressing, growing, sadly, needs uh, surrounding healthy food. So there's a bill uh, still working its way through the legislature. So at the time we recorded this, it wasn't you know signed into law yet. But what do you think of these uh, political efforts uh, to, to help the Food Bank of Northern Nevada and its uh, equivalent organization in Southern Nevada? We are very pleased to see this emphasis on food insecurity in our state. It's so important uh, to the whole community. And this money will allow us a million dollars over two years each year uh, to buy food, to purchase healthy food. And same in Southern Nevada with Three Square, our sister food bank. And we work really closely with them because just as a state, we do. And it's, it's really great to see this money, and we will be putting it to, to very good use. And with our agricultural system in the U.S., oftentimes, you know, the healthiest food is can be towards the more expensive side of things. So is that a, is that a problem always, that you when you try to use the most you can with the money you have to, to buy that healthy food? Unfortunately, that is one of the questions that we asked on our survey. We sent out to our our feeding our community survey. We asked people, "Have you had to pick between food that you want to buy that's the more nutritious option or the the less expensive op- option because of your budget?" And a overwhelming percentage said yes, they have had to pick the unhealthy option because of money. Right. And so some families, you know, an unhealthy cereal is their, is their dinner, very sugary and right. not very fulfilling. Uh, and you were also talking during the break, uh, we were talking about uh, the concept of client choice in terms of food banks, food pantries. So can you explain right. that and why we're moving back towards that? Why is that beneficial and how challenging is it to reincorporate it? It, we've always thought that was a great way to to run a food pantry or a food distribution is let people pick what they want. It makes perfect sense. There's less waste. Uh, there's, you know, it's just better um, to be able to more empowering for the person who's reaching out for help. And during the pandemic, of course, we were putting things in boxes and bags and putting it in trunks of cars. We had a lot of drive-through distributions. And when you're serving a lot of people, when you're helping a a big (laughs) number of people in a two-hour period, that is tempting to, to keep it that way. But it's really important, and we're really working with our agencies to start bringing back that choice and making sure that families have access to the food that they really want and what they really need for their budget and their family. This is the Our Town Reno podcast. I'm your host this week, Nico Columbant. We're here with Jocelyn Lantrip from the Food Bank of Northern Nevada. So you're a director of marketing and communications. You could work for other organizations. So what got you to work for the Food Bank of Northern Nevada. Why that organization and not another one? Well, I I love my job. I will tell you, I love doing what I do. And I did marketing and PR for the entertainment casino industry for a long time. And I had a great time. I learned a lot in those areas. And I'm 
pleased that I did that because it got me ready and gave me the experience to do this. And this is what I should have been doing all along because it's so important and it's so easy to to talk about something that you care about. And I feel that people deserve to eat. It seems really basic to me that um, food is a right. And so it, that isn't always how things are. So I want to make sure that we have the food out there for the people who need it. And we've talked about uh, legislative efforts. Do you think uh, food banks, food pantries could get even more assistance so we could really eradicate the, this hunger in our community? Policy changes are important for this work. It, it, there is no question uh, sweeping large policy changes are important because so many people, the benefits are really low. And it was great to see more benefits during the pandemic. And they made a tremendous difference for families. And as we see them scale back, we're seeing uh, the same problems that we had before. The cost of living was high in Reno before the pandemic. This was not new. We were seeing numbers go up before any of this happened. <laughs> and now it's just really shocking to see how many people are coming in to need help. We're seeing a lot of new faces, a lot of people we haven't seen in a while. So it's very important, uh, we believe, for legislators at every level to understand that food insecurity is a real, consistent, and persistent problem in every country, every county in the country. And so there isn't anywhere that doesn't need this help. And with the numbers you gave at the beginning of our episode, we're, we're talking about 20% of the Northern Nevada community relying at some point recently on, on the food bank. Is that correct? It's a lot of people. And you... I, I think one of the things that happens with food insecurity is it's not something that people talk about a great deal. If you are struggling to make ends meet and you're having trouble with your bills, that's not something you're talking to your coworker about or your, your um, friend at church or at school. You're just quietly trying to find those resources. And because of that, people don't realize that people all around them are needing this help. And I think the more we talk about it, the more we are ready to fix it. And we're, we're, we're speaking right now in a studio uh, on the UNR campus. And in that age bracket, I mean, uh, these are young people going to university, but even just the age bracket, uh, what, what trend are you seeing in that 18 to 25 age bracket. Are you seeing any new trends right now? It's very difficult for them. There's significant uh, food insecurity in that age range and on college campuses, this this one and, and many others. We uh, the There's a pantry right here at UNR. They're a great partner of ours. They get some of their food from us. And um, there's another one at TMCC and it's, it's a very important to address that food insecurity as well. Younger people are facing very high rents and cost of living, too, with less income. This is the Our Town Reno podcast. 
I'm your host this week, Nico Columbans, and we're here with Jocelyn Lantrip from the Food Bank of Northern Nevada. So we're wrapping up our episode. So you see a lot of changes, but as you say, some problems persist or come into being in, in from different directions. So you were here, you know, during the casino boom years, working for casinos. You've seen uh, the Great Recession. You've seen companies like Tesla moving in. So what does all that change uh, make you feel about the, the Reno community and about the, the hunger issue? How do you see it from a very long lens of last 20, 30 years? I, you know, I see the problem is still so relevant. And but I'm hopeful. I see a lot of people getting involved, and I think that is really what it takes to take on a problem like food insecurity. So I would encourage people to get involved with us and come and volunteer for a couple of hours, or you know, just find out about hunger in your community and what you can do because it all makes a difference. And I think um, we. We have the tools to solve this. So our next 40 years, we're, we're planning to do some more exciting things. We're constantly reinventing ourselves and saying, you know, are we doing this the best way we can? And any uh, initiatives to, you know, educate people about healthy food? Because a lot of people think they know how to eat healthy, but then they don't do it. Or also are sort of our current system that makes healthy food so expensive compared to other foods. So what, what can we do uh, collectively, you know, to start really like chipping away at that? Yeah, we do have uh, some nutrition education programs going on. And also we've started to uh, a program where we rate all the foods in the warehouse, uh, green, <laughs> yellow, and red. Oh, and good. it's, been a great process to see, okay, we're still about 70% of the food is green and yellow. So that's good. And then we work with pantries to, with a healthy pantry initiative for things like nudges. So you put the healthier option out front and you maybe explain some of the benefits of, of taking that particular food. And so I think some of it's baby steps, but I think they all make a difference. Definitely. And as we uh, conclude this episode, you are, you know, celebrating 40 years of really helping the community out. It would be much worse. We're, we're talking about problems, but these problems would be so much more severe if you were not around. Uh, so, so what kind of events are, are coming up in the, the upcoming months in 2023? Our year-long campaign is called Imagine Ending Hunger. And we have a, a website, imagineendinghunger.com, and that is going to be a great place to find uh, information about our event coming up in October. Um, obviously, if people need help, fbnn.org is, is another way to get in touch with us. But we, we want to think big this year and figure out some ways to help us shorten the line, and really make a difference. Thank you, Jocelyn, for coming on our podcast this week. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this Our Town Reno podcast episode. Here we have stories about gentrification, life on the streets, 
the affordable housing crisis. Find us on Facebook at Our Town Reno, at OurTownReno.com, and on Instagram at Biggest Little Streets. Check back in for next week's episode or delve into our archives. And remember, help each other out. <laughs>